This is the Airport Experience News Podcast, and I'm Ramon Lowe, the publisher of Airport Experience News and the host of this wonderful pod. Big milestone here. This is episode 50, the big five zero. And this is the third in our monthly series titled Ones to Watch. And I hope you can tell that by the different music that we're playing here in the intro. So a bit of a refresher for some of you who are not familiar. Uh, this series, we basically spotlight emerging members of various commercial management teams in North America. So in this episode, I chat with Isabella Rahawi, the manager of concession and business development for Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. And like many featured in this series, there is quite of a journey here. Isabella's story started with her family's business, which then led her to leasing and marketing in the Mall of America, which then ultimately led her to the airport. And in this episode, Isabella shares her passion for retail, um, her initial impressions of the airport, of course, uh, where she has drawn her influences, and more. Anyway, here is my conversation with Isabella Rahawi. So this is another installment of our monthly Ones to Watch series where we feature and really get to know emerging professionals on various commercial management teams throughout North America. And today I have the pleasure of being joined by Isabella Rahawi, who is the Manager of Concession and Business Development for Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Isabella, thanks for taking time to speak with me. Hi, Ramon. Thank you. So I don't want to say you're new because <laughs> you've been with the Mac for like five years now. But what I do want to accomplish with this interview and what I want the listeners to walk away with is to get uh, to know you a little bit more. So I always start with the first question is what brought you into this industry? Because in all honesty, I can't imagine many people really targeting airports as an industry to get into. So what did you do prior to the airport and what brought you into the airport? Yeah, the industry was definitely not on my radar um, prior to coming on board, but I was actually working at the Mall of America in uh, the leasing and marketing department. And um, I don't know if you know this, but the Mall of America actually works kind of closely with MSB Airport for events. Okay. And um, I was assisting for an event with the uh, Airport Foundation, and I met a few people there. And I think we were like stuffing 500 bags um, <laughs> for one of the events. So, um, you know, I was in there for a couple of hours. And um, when the job opened up, uh, someone told Liz Jakowiak, who I'm sure you know, yes. um, who doesn't, uh, someone told her about me. And so she reached out and uh, it was just a cold call. Like it came out of nowhere. And I was... <laughs> really nervous um, because obviously I didn't know anything about the industry and I was kind of in like a comfortable position there uh, and I wasn't looking for a job but I decided to go for it and the rest is history. I mean sometimes the jobs find you even though you're not looking for it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's exactly what happened and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. So there was a little, I mean, because you said, uh, I, I didn't know that the Mall of America was uh, closely allied with, with MSP. That's actually great to know. So you weren't completely foreign to the airport side. I mean, you might have seen some back of the house stuff but, and, and not really dug really deep, but at least you, you were kind of aware um, of the business side uh, of the airport and the, in, in that aspect. Yeah. So, you know, I worked with them on a couple of projects. Again, they do events at the Mall of America. And, you know, the tourism department there and um, our commercial management side met once a year or twice a year just to talk about incoming uh, flights, 
and travelers and how we can work together to you know provide the best experience for those for those travelers so i did have some communication with the airport but it wasn't you know anything drastic or in depth i'm sorry i don't know if you mentioned it but what, what was your role or position with the mall of americans well i was in the marketing department um specifically tourism so my job was to get uh, travelers and tourists in minnesota to come to the mall of america um, but I was really interested in the leasing aspect as well and never in the history of the Mall of America is at least what I was told that they have um, an employee that was split between two departments and I went to um, my boss and I said hey I really am interested in leasing and the business development side of things and she created a position for me where I spent 40% of my time in leasing and then 60% of my time in marketing. You see, that's funny because like prior to coming here, uh, ARN, well now AXN, I, I actually was in commercial real estate. I was uh, the head of a marketing department. So I knew a little bit of uh, commercial leasing retail was a small part of our business, but coming in, it was like, wow, there's, um, once I got to know the industry a little bit, there were a lot of similarities. I'm sure you're seeing them too, right? From, from the marketing and leasing side. Oh, yeah, there is. I mean, the airport, as everyone knows, is a whole different sure. animal on its own. And absolutely nothing I could have done prior to um, coming to the airport could have really prepared me for it. But there was definitely some similarities and some, you know, lessons that I learned there, some skills I learned there that definitely uh, I was able to carry on to my job here. Excellent. So my next question for you is, um, you know, this is like, People on the outside, and I'm sure you were probably this way too, you know, see only the tip of the iceberg. And there's obviously a lot more, you know, below the surface. You know, what was it about this industry that you find unique and exciting once you finally got to uh, get in and be exposed to it? Yeah, this, you know, I love that this industry is evolving so quickly. And that's what I'm learning um, as I go. And you know, coming from the mall uh, industry, the malls and shopping centers are, are trying to stay relevant right now and on trend, whereas we're at a point in time in the airport industry where I feel like people are looking forward to coming to the airport early to experience the local and national shopping and dining. And it's a very unique setting. And, you know, the airport is almost like, you know, its own city with its own economy. and we have a chance to make an impact, a huge impact to the passenger experience. And there's never a dull moment here. Is it different now? Because like in malls, you, um, the, the traffic flow is not as steady, whereas in an airport, especially MSP, that it could just be constant, even though you have waves. I mean, it, it's very consistent in terms of like the throngs of people that come at you. Now, you worked for the Mall of America, so maybe that's an outlier. But I'm sure, but yeah. are, are, other than the two, the way the two environments operate in terms of like the, the rush, the um, critical mass of uh, travelers, were there similarities or differences between the two in your opinion? Well, there's, I mean, of course there's similarities in terms of, you know, making sure that the passenger or the shopper, um, you know, is, is satisfied in terms of, you know, shopping amenities and restroom amenities and, um, dwell areas and stuff like that, but um, they really are so different. This is a, you know, a building where 
people don't have options. You can't just leave if you're bored, <laughs> if you can't find something to do. So really having to find something for everyone here um, is, is key. And so that's, that's the most, you know, diverse part of this job. That, that's what really makes it stand out from my shopping experience, my shopping mall experience. So you've been with MSP now for, I mentioned it, five years, and I, I believe that there's been a, a tremendous amount of activity that, that has gone on there um, during your time. I th- you're planning for a new program, then you tendered a new program, and now you're building out the program, and some have opened. You know, I'm sure that's all a hell of a lot to um, take in in such a short period of time. You're coming in new, right? Learning on the mm-hmm. fly and doing so much, and I'm sure that was really exciting um, but talk about how exciting that was and maybe even talk about a specific event during your tenure that proved to be a point of learning during your time there. Yeah, that's a tough question. Uh, <laughs> can I say that the first six months of my job was sure. a point of learning? Is that a good answer? No, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, attending AXN for the first year was a real eye-opener because it was within, I think I went there within the first, like, five months of starting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were also going through what was my first RFP around the same time. And I honestly felt like I was drinking out of a fire hose and (laughs) trying to take in as much information as possible while still, you know, successfully doing my job and completing my job functions. Mm -hmm. And it was a really stressful time. But you know, I came out the other end alive and ready for phase two. But yeah, the, the first six months of my job were difficult, but definitely essential. Was it San Diego? Was that your first uh, accent event? Yeah, it was. Not, not too shabby. No, for first <laughs> not, not too bad. And I think Liz had been on board for maybe at least a couple of years prior to that. And because I'd always worked with Eric and, and Liz's predecessor. So no, that's great. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I think you said that you put the you hit the nail on the head, drinking out of a fire hose because there's just so much coming at you in such a short period of time. Oh, by the way, you have this project that's on the horizon. Huge, yeah, yeah. I I think I started just on the cusp of the RFP going out, and wow. you know, I to be honest, I had never. I didn't. I didn't even know what an RFP was. So this was definitely a huge learning. Um, experience and then of course going to AXN where you're meeting everyone and going to all these seminars and trying to take it all in and you know mm-hmm. take notes as quick as possible and you know it was all very uh, very interesting and like I said essential because I do feel like hitting the ground running like that is what set me up for you know success. So I guess if you were able to survive that then <laughs> pretty much you can survive, survive anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So the next, uh, my next question uh, kind of related to that, um, you know, mentors, you said if your first six months, you were just, everything was thrown your way. You had to learn so much. I'm sure there were people that you came across um, during your time at the airport that really helped you out and probably still guide you today. It doesn't have to be limited to people at the Mac, maybe within the industry, et cetera. But it, just talk about some of the mentors that you've come across during your tenure and, and kind of share what you learned from them. Well, again, you know, I work with, I work with such amazing people um, that have been so instrumental to my success and continue to teach me on a day-to-day basis about the industry. Um, but I have to give a shout out to Liz, um, Liz Jacoviak. She's shown me through her own actions and experiences 
mm-hmm. how to be true to myself as I approach any project or issue. And anyone who knows Liz knows if anything, she's true to herself and yeah. you know, her beliefs while still maintaining her professionalism and composure. And it's hard not to get lost in all the politics and seriousness of our job sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she showed me how to do that with grace and thoughtfulness. I'm sure there was an instance where you're, you're, it's, it could be late at night or maybe a long day and you can't, you can't power through on something or you're stuck with something that I'm sure Liz probably came through for you, right? I mean, with words of wisdom or, or advice or something like that. She's always there. I can literally <laughs> text her at midnight and she's up for some reason. And, you know, she's not only is she making sure that, you know, I have all the resources I need, but she's also making sure that I'm having fun at the same mm-hmm. time. And you know, she doesn't want me to get stressed out and, you know, there's always a solution and that's the kind of boss and mentor that everyone needs in their job. So, and you know, I would also be amiss if I did not mention my family. I know they're not in the industry and I know that they're not, you know, and I don't work with them every day, but I feel like, Oh, I feel like I'm giving a speech at the Oscar right now, but they, they laid the foundation of who I am today. Um, but no, my parents really work. They work seven days a week, every week for as long as I can remember. And they don't take a day off. And wow. they're some of the hardest working people I know. And they instilled that into my siblings and I at a very young age. And I know for a fact I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the lessons and what felt like at the time constant nagging um, <laughs> to keep doing better and to be honest and put 100% into whatever we decided to do in our lives. So big shout out to Liz and mom and dad. No, that's, that, that's, that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Now the flip, now the, the flip side of that is, or not the flip side, but let's just flip it a little bit. If you were to mentor and you were to pay it forward, now you, you have five years under your belt, uh, what would you recommend to either a, a younger Isabella or maybe the next person that, you know, who comes up and you had to impart some wisdom? You know, what would you share with them? I would have to say that is a tough one. I would just say work hard, put your time in, listen. Listening is key. Mm-hmm. Um, talking with your tenants, I think is, is huge. I have, weekly meetings with my tenants and whether it's just talking about you know a new merchandising plan or just you know seeing how they are and if there's anything we can do to make their job easier is huge i i have a great relationship at least i think i have a great relationship with my tenants and i think that half our job is you know the paperwork and the researching and the analyzing but then the other half is really creating those relationships with the people that you do work with because at the end of the day we're all in this together and we're all partners it's it's critical to everyone's success to have that relationship did it help to also have uh, you know that's kind of pulling from your mall of america's background too correct yeah yeah i mean working with uh, groups that came in I gave presentations to students on a weekly basis and, you know, uh, just educating. But I think a lot of that just stems from um, actually when I used to work for my parents, they have a jewelry store and 
just learning how to communicate and, you know, develop those personal relationships. It, it goes a long way. So we obviously know that you have a great, you know, foundation at home. You have a great support system at MSP. You know, talk about a little of uh, the, um, the support system or maybe the industry as a whole. Because I know when I came from the outside here, obviously I'm in a different position as you are, but I, everyone seems to have been very welcoming with information. I mean, they, a lot of people took <laughs> a lot of my really dumb and questions just just learning this thing shout out to paul brown by the way but i'm sure there are a lot of um people that were in this industry that were just as giving um you know beyond the liz's and eric's etc yes i i think you took the words right out of my mouth if, if there's one word that you can use to describe this industry it's welcoming everyone is willing to sit down with you and get to know you and give you advice and um talking with some of my tenants and people that I've met at AXN, I learned a lot about my job and um, what is expected of me. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been overwhelming, but in a good sense, like everybody is, is there to support each other, whether they're, um, you know, competitors or not. Um, everyone is in this together and I feel like there's that sense of community um, everywhere in this in this industry. So my next question for you, it's, it's going to be very open-ended and it's probably going to be a, a, like a recency effect because, but what's a favorite part of the job? Knowing that you just came off of creating this whole new program, um, maybe that's not it, maybe there's something else, but what's the favorite part of, of the job that, that you enjoy? Oh my gosh, there's so many parts. And I know that sounds cheesy. I know that sounds cheesy, but really there are. I, I would say first and foremost, I truly enjoy working with my team. I'm fully aware that I got very lucky joining such a diverse and driven yeah. and fun and supportive team. And it doesn't always feel like work when you laugh as much as we do in our meetings. <laughs> um, so I'm very lucky in that sense. And um, I would say that my other favorite part of the job is the researching and merchandising aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, I find pure enjoyment in analyzing and researching trends and fashion, new products and figuring out ways to best incorporate those into our stores. And it's literally a fashionista's dream. I mean, who wouldn't want to get paid to do that? Yeah, sure. And um, I'm also very hands-on with the merchandising aspect. So, you know, I'll just be sitting there at 3 a.m. up, an idea will <laughs> pop up into my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to the manager of the store tomorrow. And, you know, I'll reach out to them and I'm like, okay. And the conversation usually starts with something like, imagine this and you know I can see their body just kind of like <laughs> like they start walking away from me a little bit they're like oh no she's got another crazy idea but um, you know I love coming up with ideas that's going to disrupt traffic and make them stop and hopefully walk in and you know shop. Excellent so uh, this is kind of maybe related to that uh, but I'm gonna ask it anyway so what's been the proudest moment during your tenure? at least today? Well, just recently, we were awarded the best retail program from ACI, you may have heard. Uh, that was definitely a proud moment for sure, uh, recently. Uh, we put our 
blood, sweat, and tears into the first phase of our concessions rebuild. Um, we touched a little bit on that. I was so new, so um, it was especially difficult for me to get a grasp of that process. But um, and, and phase one included most of our retail programs. So that was definitely a proud moment among, amongst many. But I'm generally always proud of our team and the airport as a whole. And, you know, we're breaking barriers and blazing trails for what a concessions program looks like at an airport. And I'm so proud of that. Oh, and by the way, we recognized you before they did too. So. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But this is the most recent. I know. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no hating here. <laughs> so my last question for you, uh, Isabella, is just talk about an event or something that you're looking forward to. Uh, let, let's split it up, both in your career and, and both at the airport. I know you're building out the program, you're finishing out the program, essentially, but, you know, talk about what you're looking forward to in the career and at the airport. Well, in my career, I'm looking forward to traveling more and seeing what other um, airports are doing. I know this kind of goes into the airport industry, but that's just kind of where my mind is right now. But, um, you know, traveling more, seeing what other airports are doing, um, seeing what trends are relevant in other countries and other states. I mean, whatever I can do to get out there and, you know, help curate a, a retail program that I'm at MSP that is, you know, that we're proud of. And, you know, continuing to push boundaries and changing the way the public perceives an airport experience. And there's a lot to be excited for. So you've mentioned a couple times now during the interview that you really like to get hands on. You like to be part of, the, of, you know, the discussions on merchandising. If you have ideas, you love sharing them, you know, interacting with, with, the, with the tenants, whether they <laughs> appreciate it or not. I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but where's the, where does that stem from? Uh, you know, you mentioned your parents had a business you know, that they've run for a long time. Did, did it come from that? Yeah, I would say so. Um, a lot of what I do in my job today does, you know, stem from the skills that I learned there. I mean, my parents always encouraged me to get creative and merchandise and, you know, do whatever it is I think would, you know, sell. Um, I've always also had this passion for interior, interior decoration, which is just so weird because, it has nothing to do with being a salesperson in any way, but I could look at pillows and throws online all day. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure the home goods uh, associates know me by name, but um, <laughs> I just truly enjoy creating something beautiful. And so whenever I get the opportunity to, you know, throw in my two cents, uh, I definitely do. Well, that's not, that's not, um, the interior decorating thing is not that much of a stretch because you still have to create the environment to yeah, purchase yeah. something. I mean, you can just use four walls, okay, four walls and you just buy products, but it do, it is a key. Yeah, I can see the the connection there, 100%. Okay, well, Isabel, that's all I have. And I want to say thank you for uh, taking time to speak with me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. This was wonderful. Mm-hmm.